welcome to Messy Modern Ministry, a resource where we equip leaders to navigate the ups and downs of ministry in our modern world. My name is Kristen. And I'm Joe. And we are so excited to have you join us today. On this episode, we're actually going to be, I still, there's still a little bit, I think I'm too loud. Check, check. On this episode, on this episode, on this episode, on this episode. On this episode, on this episode, on this episode. All right, we're good. Are you recording? Uh-huh. I'm going to use that. Here we go. No, don't use that. They'll see like who we are a little bit. Don't use it. <laughs> okay, ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> you pretend to be normal and we have guests. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. On this episode, it's actually going to be just Kristen and I. We are going to be talking to you about motive. Usually we have a guest on the show, but we're trying something a little bit different. We feel like the Lord gave Kristen a word, and we want to bring that word to you guys. Hi, Joe. Hi. (laughs) This is so exciting. This is so fun. We haven't done an episode, just the two of us, since I think our intro. Just the two of us. He told me I couldn't (laughs) sing that, and he just did it. (laughs) He told me. So, yeah, we want to talk to you guys a little bit today about motive and um, the motive behind why we do something. And I've just been thinking a lot about this this past week, about how the correct action with the wrong motive can be the wrong action. Right. And so um, this is super important in the ministry context, because going back to what we said before about, you know, how we've had guests say everybody wants to be famous. Well, how many times do you think that you had people in ministry who maybe were called into ministry by the Lord and then maybe their motive changes? They get a little um, excited about the popularity, maybe. They get a lot of followers on Instagram. Money. Money. And all of a sudden, just like that, maybe it was the correct action, but now the motive is all wrong. And so we're just going to shoot out a couple examples for you where maybe the action might be correct, but the motive is all over the place. So um, what if I go to church and going to church is a good action? I think if you're listening to this podcast, you probably believe that going to church is a good action. Now, I can go to church because I know and believe what the Bible says about gathering together where two or more are gathered or maybe just I know the importance of fellowship and communion or I know the Bible says do not neglect the gathering of the church and so that could be my reason for going to church or my motive could be that I have a crush on the guitar player in the worship band I don't I hope not but that's an example right you can see clearly where the action might be correct but it has a wrong motive Right. Or uh, in our current climate with, you know, if you're listening to this, the inauguration, if you're listening to this, the inauguration of our president has just occurred. And we know that there was a lot of posting and social media action leading up to and probably even after currently while this episode is live, you know, of, of just social media warfare between, you know, Democrats, Republicans, pastors and congregation just absolute insanity and people have a lot to say right and so the thing is some of that stuff you know if you're posting it and you want people to know truth and you want people to know like what the bible says about things that that's great and that's awesome but like if you're just trying to post things in order to get under somebody's skin or to prove somebody wrong and it's not 
building up or, or edifying anything, then your motive behind what you're doing is completely off base. Yeah, absolutely. And we can even do this in marriage. Not us, of course, but <laughs> people could do this in marriage. You know, you could, you know, maybe want to give a really, really loving word of correction to your spouse that you say, hey, I really think this is going to build up this relationship. If we could maybe just do this a little better. But if your motive for that corrective word is just to kind of one up your spouse or to kind of belittle them a little bit or, or to be right or to be right at all costs then maybe what you are saying could be true. Maybe what you, are, what you are bringing attention to could be true and correct. But what is the motive? Right. And so we see this in the Bible as well with many different stories, but we want to focus on one. So uh, if we go into numbers, Kristen, if you want to kind of tell us about that story about the Israelites... Yeah, I'll try to give you like a really quick synopsis. But from Numbers 12 to about chapter 14, um, obviously you have the Israelites and they have been walking around trying to get to the promised land after Moses had gone to Pharaoh and, you know, they leave Egypt. And God has been telling them that they are going to this promised land, right? This is where they've been headed, the land flowing with milk and honey. Well, so they finally get on the outskirts. And what we read in Numbers is that they send 12 spies in and essentially, 10 of these 12 spies come back with a nasty report. They like make the everybody else so scared and nervous. They say it's, it's super fortified. The people are enormous. We're outnumbered. There's no way we can do this. And essentially, all of the people are terrified, and they start complaining. One of their favorite complaints that we read over and over, and it's, it's like, Moses, why would you bring us out here to die? And so essentially, what we see happen um, it's really, really sad, but essentially God decides that they aren't going to go into the promised land. Um, they're actually going to wander around the wilderness for another 40 years. Their generation is going to die off, and then their children will be the ones who are able to go into the promised land. So now what you see in the dumbest and kind of boldest way, <laughs> these people decide that no, they don't want to go 40 years through the wilderness, they are instead going to go into the promised land. And they do so now in disobedience. They do so because of fear. They do so without the Lord's protection, without the Ark of the Covenant. And it's a pretty, pretty bad ending for them. And so what I wanted to bring up is this action of going into the promised land in and of itself was the immediate correct action. Right. The Israelites were supposed to go into the promised land, except when they finally do decide to take that course of action, their motive is wrong because they're no longer doing it in obedience to the Lord. They're doing it in disobedience. They're doing it out of fear. They're doing it probably, I don't know, out of pride, out of this stubborn selfishness that they don't want to walk through the wilderness. And so the correct action with the wrong motive, it's disastrous and it's the wrong action. Right. And I think as we kind of break down that story a little bit more, we can see that the Lord had a promise. Right. And he had called the Israelites to the promised land. That was their promise and their blessing. And when they had decided that they didn't want to go in because they had been so fearful and so afraid and so just I mean, what's the right word for this? Arrogant or prideful? 
Like after everything God did for them, they still thought they knew better. Right, exactly. They thought that they they had the better, you know, opinion. And we see that because of this, the Lord, like you said, told them that they would wander for 40 years and that they would die off and their the next generation would would receive that promise. And as ministry leaders, we can apply this to our ministries because each and every one of us are called to ministry. Whether we feel called or or pastors of the church just decide to call on us one day and we're kind of thrown into it. Eventually, you know, we're called in one way or the other. The Lord has a plan, an ultimate plan, and he's going to use whoever is willing to be used, right? But once we get to that point where we start thinking, you know, how can I make myself more, you know, noticeable? How can I make more money from this? How can I get a better paying pastoral job and leave the one that, that I'm at right now? You know, how can I make myself more than what I am right now, we get to the point where our motives are now changed. And the Israelites' motive changed. They were following the Lord, they were going towards their promise, and then they got fearful. Fear struck them, and their motive changed. They decided that that's not what they wanted to do. And what happened was, the Lord continued his plan. The Lord still had a plan for that land. He still had a plan for the Israelites as a people, maybe not that generation, but the next. But that promise moved from one to another. And so as Christians, when we say, here I am, Lord, send me, and he sends us and he calls us and we start our ministries and we're doing what we need to do, but somewhere along the line, something changes and it becomes more of, it even become an idol. And we become so infatuated with ourselves and, and growing our ministry. And we forget that, you know, the whole reason why we're supposed to be doing it is to grow the kingdom of God. The Lord is still going to use whatever he needs to use to further his kingdom. But is he going to be using you? Are you going to be the one that's going to receive that initial promise that was given to you, that initial blessing that the Lord has for you? Or are your motives going to be all wrong? Is your head going to be in the wrong place? And the Lord's just going to take that and give it to somebody else who's more willing, more humble, and is able to steward it well. Yeah, I think what we want to be so clear about is not that Not that you can't grow your social media. Grow your social media. Of course. Not that you can't grow your church. Grow your church. You know, we're not saying that you can't um, leave one job for a better paying position. We're not saying that either. But what we're saying is in every one of these actions, is it so that your name could be made great or is it so that the Lord's name can be great? Right. I think I think a very practical example of it is this podcast. Messy Martyr Ministry. We set out with the goal and the motive for it to be a resource for ministry leaders to find answers to hard things and hard situations that school doesn't teach us, but to get those answers from people who have already been through it. When we set out on this journey, it was simply so that we could do this for others because we had questions that needed answers. But had we had set out on this journey with the intention of this being our end-all, be-all, and this becoming, you know, we can get sponsors and we can have a ton of money. And, and this be famous. Right. And quit our jobs and be done and just become podcasters and, and live buy on a, a mansion and live on a beach somewhere with a <laughs> with a built in pool and whatever. A ton we of don't even like a ton beach. of ring lights and cameras, you know, then then we would get burnt out very quickly. Yeah. I mean, I think we want to be really clear. There are plenty of people in full time ministry and it's awesome and their hearts are in the right place. And their motive is in the right place. And I think... Yeah, of course. Yeah, and I think that if you are leading a, a ministry that has thousands of people and these people are coming to know the Lord and you are just rejoicing 
in the fact that people are knowing Jesus's name. Hallelujah. Like, that's amazing. But we have to continually check our motive because if we start being so excited that thousands of people know our name, then maybe that's where that shift happens. Right. What it always goes back to is whether you are a ministry of five people or you are a church of 20,000, what is the motive? And so I think that's just what you have to steward. You know, it's about stewarding well. Are you stewarding the five people in your ministry well and you're making sure you're lifting the Lord high? Or is it for self-gratification so people come to you and and act like you have all the answers? You know, if you have a church of 20,000, are you um, stewarding that well? Are you lifting the Lord's name high? Or is it giving you this self-esteem boost that, you know, you maybe start to think that, that you've built this because at the end of the day, like the Lord gives and takes away, right. you know, it's about who built it. Right. And the, the thing about stewardship is when you steward something that the Lord gives you, well, he gives you more, right? He grows it and he gives you more responsibility and more things to steward. So as you steward one th- small thing, well, and he gives you another small thing, you steward that well, he gives you another small thing and just th- it just keeps building and building and building until eventually you're stewarding something that's massive. There's plenty of global ministries that started out as just one small area or one small food pantry or one small thing, and it's grown to global scale. Why? Because it was stewarded well with the same intention, with the same vision, with the same mission that has remained the same for generations and years and years and years and years of the exact same methods over yes there's adaptions to things like that of course but the core the roots the mission the goal was all the same godly things kingdom things that are stewarded well grow so leaders as you listen to this if you're thinking about you know what what is my motive what is i would advise you know just take a step back take a take a day take a take a week if you have to a sabbatical and just Think about where you're at, where your mind's at, where your ministry's at. And so really what it just comes down to is what is your motive and are you giving glory to the one who deserves all the glory for what he's doing through you? So in conclusion, leaders, have the right motive, steward your ministry well, and make sure in the end God gets all the glory. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe. Also, we would love to hear from you. So down below, you can leave us a review or a comment. Yeah, and you can also follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Messy Martyr Ministry for any teasers or updates on future episodes. Have a great day, guys. Bye. <laughs>